And we thank you, Lord, for who you are. You're the Lord who heals. You're the Lord who delivers. You're the Lord who sanctifies. You're the Lord who strengthens. You're the Lord who gives back to us what the enemy has taken. You're the Lord who gives back to us double measure what the enemy has taken. You're the Lord God who wipes away the tears from our eyes. You're the Lord God who remembers us in our lowest state. Your mercy endures forever. You're the Lord God who trains our hands for battle and our fingers for war. You're the Lord God who gives, fulfills the desires of those who fear you. You're the Lord God who is full of compassion. You're the Lord God who desires to prosper your servants. You're the Lord God who prospers our souls and our bodies. You're the Lord God who delivers our souls from death, our eyes from tears, and our feet from falling. You're the Lord God who has graven us in the palm of your hands. You're the Lord God who fights all our battles. You're the Lord God who gives power to the faint. You're the Lord God who extends your mercy upon the generation of those who fear you. You're the Lord God who is just. You're the Lord God who takes vengeance over all our enemies. You're the Lord God. You're the Lord God. You're the Lord God, the ruler of everything and the one who owns everything. Our creator God, our rock, our fortress, our mighty deliverer, through whom all things were created. Nothing that was created was created without Him. You're the Lord God who sustains the world by the breath of your mouth and holds this world with your mighty hand. You're the Lord God who has power over the winds and the waves. You're the Lord God. You say a word. You say a word. 
Your word is all we need. And I ask you, Lord, at this hour that you will send your word. Send your word upon us. We need your dew from heaven. We need your manna from heaven. My Father, that you will send your word at this hour. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for all your promises that are true. That are always true. And forever settled in heaven. We thank you, Lord. Thank you. For you are the Lord God who hears and listens to our conversations. You are the Lord God who has said, and God's people talk one to another. You listen. You write that conversation. You write all those conversations in the book of remembrance. Thank you, Father. Because those conversations are God-glorifying. Because those conversations are led by God Almighty. They're important so important to you that they all go in the book of remembrance. And they come up with a sweet smelling savor before you. And we thank you, Father. You're the Lord God who numbers all our hair, every single one of them. You know everything about us because you are so involved in our lives because you care so much about us. We thank you, Father, that you know every detail of our lives and we thank you that we are so special before you, your chosen generation, your royal priesthood, your holy nation, your peculiar people, with one goal, is to exalt the name of our living God, who has done so marvelously for us. You've taken us from every form of darkness. You've delivered us from every form of death. You've healed us from every form of diseases. You have caused our souls to rejoice in God, our Savior. And there is none like you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. You're the Lord God who gives the strength for us to fight. You're the Lord God who imparts your strength into our spirits, into our being. 
You're the Lord God who gives us the strategy to fight. You're the Lord God who teaches us how to fight. You're the Lord God who leads, who goes before us. You're the Lord God who turns all our darkness into light. You're the Lord God who turns our mourning into dancing. You're the Lord God who removes our sackcloth. You're the Lord God who gives beauty for ashes. You're the Lord God who wipes out our enemies. You're the Lord God who prepares a table before us in the presence of enemies. You are the Lord God who is above every sickness, every problem, every chaos and every confusion. You're the Lord God who provides for your people. You're the Lord God who speaks to the raven, who commands the widow to feed your servants. And you are the Lord God who looks at the suffering of people and stops everything to comfort the widow and bring her son back to life. You're the Lord God who had mercy on the leper and said, I'm willing and be made clean. You're the Lord God who has compassion on strangers and those who are far away from your camp. You have taught us to be just like you. You're the Lord God with a generous heart and with generous hands. And you are the Lord God who has imparted your hands and your heart into your people to go and do the same, to be just like you. You're the Lord God who feeds us with the finest of wheat and clothes us with better, with better things than what the enemy can give to those who serve him. You're the Lord God who takes care of his children like no other. You're the Lord God who does wonders beyond measure. You're the Lord God who is afflicted when we're afflicted. And you're the Lord God who carries us on his shoulders when we are unable to walk. You're the Lord God who plans our moments and our days. 
You're the Lord God who looks for the best things for his people. And he searched out the land and got the best place for his people. You're the Lord God who always wants to give the best to your people. And I thank you, Father, for being our love, for being our King. We thank you for being our Lord God. You're not only the Lord of the heavens and the earth. We're so privileged that you take over us, Lord. That you lead us, Father. That we are not orphans in this world. That we don't have to figure out what we need to do on our own. You're the Lord God who teaches us to walk in your ways. You've taught us how to fear you. You're the Lord God who leads us with your eye. You're the Lord God who has given us the faith. Faith to overcome. Faith to live. Faith to endure. Faith to persevere. Faith to rest in you. Faith to defeat our foes. Faith to do great and mighty things. By depending on your strength. By depending on your word. With the Lord God who has taught us to value the things of God. when we were ignorant and foolish. You, the Lord God, who came to us and opened our eyes and put your word into our spirits. Father, we thank you for making us your own that we're not some stray sheep wandering without a shepherd. We're not some stray sheep living out there in the cold, in the wild, living in fear, not knowing what would happen to us. We thank you, Father, for being our good shepherd. We thank you, Father, for feeding us, for leading us, for protecting us. We thank you, Lord. You never said that we will not walk through the valley of the shadow of death. But you said, you will be with us. And we thank you as we walk through the various paths, God-ordained paths for our lives. We thank you for being with us and showing us your power every single time, Father. We thank you for the privilege that you've given to us, Lord, 
to be your children. It's a privilege. And we thank you, Lord, for making us your own. We thank you, Lord, for calling us by our names. When we didn't know who we were, when we were not able to even understand ourselves, Lord, you sought us and you came to us. You put the Spirit of Christ in us and you gave us your Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Father. You remember our frame and you know that we are dust. But you've been so mindful of us. You've been so good to us. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the privilege to bear Jesus Christ upon our lives. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you this morning. We thank you with all our hearts for who you are for all that you've done for us, for all that you continue to do for us, Father. We just fall prostrate at your feet. And we thank you for your immeasurable grace, for your immeasurable mercies that you've showered upon us, Father. We thank you as deep calleth unto the deep. You continuously call those who are walking with you to a more deeper walk. And we thank you for that great privilege. As a church, you're taking us deeper. All through this year, you've been taking us deeper. Every single year you've been taking us deeper, progressively deeper and closer to the living God. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Jesus. And we pray that you will take us deeper into your truths this morning. There's no problem that's out there it cannot be solved by our Lord Jesus Christ. There's no sickness that is out there that can boast itself against the stripes of Jesus Christ. There's no demon on earth, in hell, or anywhere in the heavenly realm that can stand against the name of Jesus Christ. And so we thank you, Lord, for we are the most privileged people on the face of the earth because of your blood. We're the most powerful people on the face of the earth. We're the most fearless people on the face of the earth. We're the most joyful people on the face of the earth in spite of all that we're going through 
with the most victorious people on the face of the earth because of what Jesus did on the cross of Calvary and all and for all that he has laid up for his people in making us more than conquerors through Jesus Christ our Lord and we thank you Father for every moment that you have before us and we can live a victorious life and for giving us the grace to live a victorious life it is not a second where we need to worry about the next moment there's not a second that we will bow down to fear or defeat for you are the captain of our salvation we thank you Heavenly Father for the spirit of Christ the spirit of boldness the spirit of power the spirit of love the spirit of humility the spirit of grace that you have graciously given to us and have allowed us to experience the amazing riches and the wealth of the word of God that has the power to heal to save and to deliver and we thank you Holy Spirit we thank you Lord Father I pray that you will extend our hands of faith once more this morning that we may reach for that which you want us to that we may receive that which you have in store for us this morning that we may learn all the more to fear you to serve you to love you with all our hearts mind soul and strength the truth of the living God be found in the inward most parts of her being that every single cell in our bodies may have the imprint of the Lord Jesus Christ that there be no place no room for anything other than the will of God in our lives so I pray once more that the passion of the Lord Jesus Christ consume your people this morning that your lives the Lord be sanctified by the word that you will deliver to us for Jesus sake and in Jesus name I ask you that you unveil the eyes of your people unclog the ears of your people oh Lord remove every form of spiritual dullness in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus that your people may have a tender heart 
towards the living God all the time. That their lives, O oh Lord, may become a reflection of the grace, the knowledge, and the beauty, the strength of our Savior. And I pray that every thought Every motive be washed by the word of God this morning that it may be pure and blameless before the living God. And I pray that every mind be stirred up and every spirit be stirred up to do the will of God. I ask for the revelation of God to abound in our midst this morning. And I pray, Father, that every heart be single. Let no one labor for the meat that perishes. Let no one have the affections on things below. For the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, we all perish and they are not from the Father. I pray, may each pursue the will of God that God has for their lives and become everything that you call them to be, Lord. So I pray that you will equip us once more this morning. Everything that is vain, everything that is profane, everything that defiles, everything, everything that is contrary to the Word of God, be brought down by the Word that you will deliver to us in the name of Jesus. I ask you, Father, that you will tear down everything that is false and build that which is of you and that which will endure forever. So I ask you, Lord, that you will cover your people with your precious blood. Let not a moment of this hour be scattered by the enemy, Lord, in Jesus' name. Let every ear be Attentive to the voice of the Holy Spirit. That the Spirit of God may have His way in the lives of your people. Let your word be given in an unhindered manner, Father. And I pray let your word be received by your people in an unhindered manner. So we ask for the Spirit of freedom to prevail in our midst this morning. Shattering that which you alone can shatter and building that which you alone can build. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise be to God. We're going to go into God's word. It is our 
as we turn our eyes to the Lord God Almighty, who is eternal, immortal, invisible, everlasting, praiseworthy, the only king, the only wise king that should bow our hearts before him and magnify him. should invite his presence to where you are, right to where you are. Let the Spirit of God flood your place, flood your hearts, flood your minds, flood your bodies. And bring the breakthroughs and the deliverances that He alone can bring. For that's what God wants to do this morning. Make room for the Holy Spirit. Make room for the Savior. Make room for the King. Thank you, Jesus. I will sit at your feet, O Lord. I will wait for you to speak, O Lord. I will listen to your word, O Lord of heaven. What a meeting it is to meet with the King. What a meeting it is to meet with a king. What a meeting it is to meet with the king. I will hear your words of life, O Lord. I will hear your words of life, O Lord. All will be well with me, O Lord of heaven. When I meet with the King, oh, what a meeting it is. What a meeting it is to meet with the King. What a meeting it is to meet with the King. What a meeting it is to meet with the King. We'll turn our Bibles to Exodus. Exodus chapter 15. Exodus chapter 15. And I will read. From verse 1. Exodus chapter 15, verse 1. 
unless you're driving, you're rushing to work, I really encourage you to open your Bibles and read the Word of God. It will bless your eyes, it will bless your ears, it will bless your mind, it will bless you, your spirit. And you honor God's Word and open your Bibles and read. Exodus chapter 15, from verse 1 onwards, please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, Amen. Exodus chapter 15, from verse 1 onwards. Then Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to the Lord and spoke, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise him. My Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his army he has cast into the sea. His chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank to the bottom like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, has dashed the enemy in pieces. And in the greatness of your excellence, you have overthrown those who rose against you. You sent forth your wrath. It consumed them like stubble. And with the blast of your nostrils, the waters were gathered together. The floods stood up, stood upright like a heap. The depths congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I'll pursue, I'll overtake, I'll divide the spoil. My desire shall be satisfied on them. I will draw my sword. My hand shall destroy them. You blew with your wind. The sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? You stretched out your right hand 
the earth swallowed them. You in your mercy have led forth the people whom you have redeemed. You have guided them in your strength to your holy habitation. The people will hear and be afraid. Sorrow will take hold of the inhabitants of Philistia. Then the chiefs of Edom will be dismayed. The mighty men of Moab, trembling, will take hold of them. All the inhabitants of Canaan will melt away. Fear and dread will fall on them. By the greatness of your arm, they will be as still as a stone. Till your people pass over, O Lord. Till the people pass over whom you have purchased. You will bring them in and plant them in the mountain of your inheritance, in the place, O Lord, which you have made for your own dwelling, the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands have established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. For the horses of Pharaoh went with his chariots and his horsemen into the sea. And the Lord brought back the waters of the sea upon them. The children of Israel went on dry land in the midst of the sea. Praise be to God. The song that we just read is a song which is a speech, a conversation that Moses and the children of Israel who were led by Moses sang, spoke to the Lord. Songs are conversations from the depths of our hearts that we converse with God. Songs come from the depths of the hearts. When you think about conversation, there are conversations that people have which are superficial conversations. Conversations that really don't mean anything People talk just to talk and just to get by, get over with, just to finish what they have to finish and get out of a situation. Conversations can be based out of fear. Conversations can be based out of pride. Conversations can be based out of anger. Conversations that people have many times are built on lies 
many conversations are destructive, some beneficial. These are the types of conversations we see all over. Conversations are self-oriented, motivated by what am I going to gain? How am I going to overpower? How can I benefit from the situation? When we have God Almighty, we have God who says, don't worry about tomorrow. We have God who says, I will lead you. The people who have taken God to be their Lord, which means, you say, Lord, you guide my thoughts, you guide my conversations, you guide my going out and out and my coming in. You guide my rising up, my sitting down. Lord, you take over everything. I'm not going to do a single thing without you leading me. Such people have tremendous inward peace in the midst of tremendous opposition, in the midst of apparent failures, in the midst of the threats of enemies, in the midst of devastation, we see that from the life of Job. We see that from the life of Daniel. We see that from the life of David. We see that from the life of Elijah. We see that from the life of John the Baptist. We see the life of Jesus Christ that was yielded to God moment by moment. When you look at these lives, look at the people of God, they truly surrendered their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ, to God the Father and the Holy Spirit working in them. They have a life that is in alignment with the will of God. Therefore, their conversations are very different from most of the conversations that are out there. There's no fear in their conversations. Their conversations are not fear-driven because they have God's love abiding in them and they're abiding in God's love. So no matter what happens around them, they can be still, knowing that God is watching over them. No matter what happens, God is with me. God is for me. God takes care of me. And whatever 
he says, I will do. Because I've given my life over to him. He orders my steps. And so I know that none of my steps shall slide. When we give ourselves over to the will of God, true surrender and total surrender to the will of God brings true peace and total peace in the midst of every situation just like how Jesus was resting in the boat when the storm was so intense his conversation was very different than that of his disciples the disciples words were fear driven doubt driven But the conversation that Jesus had was full of peace, full of rest, full of hope. Opposite, very opposite to the people who are in the same situation. God is speaking to our hearts this morning. It's important to know who we are led by what is leading you is your circumstance leading you or is God leading you what you look at with your eyes should not dictate your moments and your days It is important to to be led by God Almighty. God's word says, Commit your ways to the Lord. Trust in Him. Rest in Him. And He shall bring it to pass. When you give your ways to God, what will He bring it to pass? What will He bring to pass? What will God bring to pass? When you give your ways to God, God will bring His perfect will to pass in our lives. And that's the best thing that can happen for us. Not my will be done, but let thy will be done. And His will is the best place for us to be in. Because Moses and the children of Israel committed themselves to God Almighty He led them He led them and this is why we have this song of Moses in this place recorded the song that's been recorded is a conversation that Moses had with God Every time you sing, remember, your song has to be a conversation between you and God. It has to flow from your heart. It should not be a superficial conversation. We sing just to sing. We just sing because we like the tune. Or we just sing because 
we feel like singing. When we don't feel like singing, we don't sing. We just sing because everybody sings. We just sing because we have to. We just sing because it's just part of worship. Or we just sing because we're happy so we're singing. We should sing to the Lord at all times. The psalmist says this, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. When we bless God at all times in His praise, His praises are upon our lips day and night. Our conversations, whether we have with men or with God, will be pleasing to God. You know why? Because you cannot praise God day and night if you don't have faith in Him. A life that is led by faith in the Son of God who has loved us and has given his life for us will be a life that is pleasing to God because without faith it is impossible to please God. But if you have faith you will please God. If you want to live a life that is pleasing to God you must have faith in the faithfulness of the Almighty God. You must have faith in the faithfulness of the Almighty God. Having faith in the faithfulness of the Almighty God equals to having faith in the Word of God, which equals to doing what God has told us to do from His Holy Word. No matter what the situation may be if we have faith in the faithfulness of the almighty God we will simply do what God has called us to do trust and obey when we do that God will do what he has promised us to do now, we have this song of Moses here and all the children of Israel singing with him recorded here. And it's a conversation that Moses had along with his people. He had it with God Almighty. They all sang. It's not a superficial song not a superficial conversation. It was something that came from the depths of their hearts. They really talked to God. When you sing to God, it's a conversation. Many times you're heard in our church during worship. Mean it with all your heart and sing. Or sing it as a prayer to God. What's the meaning of that? Don't sing superficially. 
don't just sing it without putting your heart and soul into it 100%. Only then it becomes a conversation to God. You sing and you speak at the same time. Your songs are words that should come from your heart. When you sing a song, it has to come as a prayer to God. It has to come as praises to God from the bottom of your heart. From the depths of my heart, I give you thanksgiving. From the depths of my heart, I sing you my song. From the depths of my heart, I love you, my Jesus. From the depths of my heart, from the depths of my heart. It's a song that God gave to me. To give to our church and to all those who worship Him in spirit and in truth. Why did he give that? True worship is a conversation to God. A melodious conversation to God. You sing what your heart wants to say to God. May our hearts be filled with thanksgiving to God that comes from a life of obedience. These two cannot be separated. You have the song in chapter 15 because they had faith in God and they obeyed God. When the Lord brought the deliverer, Moses, Moses had to deal with Pharaoh. Moses had to cry out to God every single time and God moved each and every single time and it was after the 10th plague the enemy let go and then the enemy pursued again the children of Israel thought oh wow it's over everything is over like how we saw the mighty deliverance of God last November. Oh, wow, this battle is over. Thank God. It was intense, but it's over. But then, the enemy pursued again. Stirred up by the wickedness against God and against the people of God. Satan stirs up his agents of wickedness. So when that happens, the enemy pursues. It is important for us to stay in the will of God, not to panic, because panic equals lack of faith. Write this down if you're taking notes. Panic equals 
lack of faith where you give in to fear instead of turning to God it's very different when a pressing circumstance comes near you you need to run to God you need to go to God to receive his strength and go to God to receive his direction go to God and stay in his presence and see him come through that's what Moses did when the children of Israel saw the armies of the enemy pursuing after them they all started screaming and getting upset most of them why did you bring us here why did you bring us from there we should not be like that very happy when the deliverance comes very happy when God destroyed the firstborn of Pharaoh and his people only then the children of Israel were able to move out of Egypt they were all very happy and God spoke through Moses told them to go get whatever you want from your neighbors and people they'll give it to you this time they all very happily went and got whatever they want, wanted from them they all left Egypt happily they left Egypt why? because they had faith in what God spoke through Moses and they simply obeyed by eating the bitter herbs and putting the blood of the lamb on the doorpost that's why now there was joy because they had faith in what God said anytime you have faith in what God has told you to do and simply do it you'll have joy because that's the outcome of faith faith in God and doing the will of God will give you the joy knowing that you've done the will of God now God's word says this trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path trust in the Lord not like a wavering man or a wavering woman but a man or a woman who has full confidence that's what trusting in God with all our hearts means like we heard yesterday from God's word that if we are doubting God from time to time we will not receive anything from God we ourselves will close the door to every blessing and then wonder why we're not blessed or wonder why God's hand is not moving on our behalf 
God says his hand is not shortened that it cannot save. God is so powerful. There's something wrong with us if we walk by sight and not by faith. So the children of Israel believed in the word of God that came through Moses. And they ate the bitter herbs just like how they were told to. And they applied the blood of the Lamb. Understand this. Partially doing what God tells us to do will not bring us the blessing that God has promised. If you would diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God and do everything that He's commanded, then every blessing that He's spoken will come to us. It's important. You never go and submit your documents to get a U.S. passport or to get social security card or to go get a loan from somewhere and they tell you submit these five documents you don't submit two or three and then expect them to give you what you're applying for it doesn't work that way if they ask you for five you must submit all five in the exact format that they want And we take so much care making sure that if it's a passport picture, you don't send any other picture. If they tell you that you have to submit your proof of address, you don't say, well, they all know that I live here. I'm not going to send it. You don't play with those things. Whatever needs to be submitted, you take time to make sure that you have everything. We need to get your license. Whatever documentation that you've been required to submit, you don't ask any questions about it. You just submit it. When it comes to the things of the world, human beings know how to obey, how to have faith in what their rulers say this is what you should do if you want to get this you don't wear a mask you can't enter into the store everyone starts wearing it they all know how to obey but when it comes to things of God the king of kings and the lord of lords he says something he says it for our own good Many times, partial obedience. And then they wonder, why? We get mad at God. Partial obedience. And they wonder, why? Why? We must understand. Just like with any worldly organization. We go to in order to receive something. We must comply with all the rules and regulations. When it comes to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, it's no different. We must comply with what God has spoken to us through His Word. If the children of Israel would have just 
done the blood of the Passover lamb and not eaten bitter herbs, did not do what God told them to do fully, they would have not made it out of Egypt. That's the truth. Many times we see many people writing the blood of the pastoral lamb on the doorpost and this won't come near you, that won't come near you. You know what? They completely miss out on eating the bitter herbs. There's no regard for God's word most people's lives don't care to see what he said don't care to listen to what God has spoken we cannot pick and choose what we want what we want to do or what we want to hear when God has given us specific commandments when God has told us to do specific things so that it can become the way of escape that God has provided for us. The way of escape for the children of Israel came through God giving the commandments through Moses, which was eat the bitter herbs and apply the blood of the lamb on the doorpost. And you do that. And you do that. That's an expression of their faith in God was promised that he's going to deliver you because of that they left Egypt by faith they all left Egypt how do you know by faith they left Egypt because they ate the bitter herbs and applied the blood of the lamb on the doorpost it's very important for us to know this So after that, God led them. Because they committed their ways to the Lord. God led them. Now, God gave permission for Pharaoh and his army to chase after the children of Israel. If God wouldn't have given, nobody would have crossed the borders of Egypt. God gave them permission because God was going to destroy them once and for all. But the children of Israel suddenly began to doubt and given to fear. If they would have continued in fear and doubt, they would not have crossed the Red Sea. They would have just died there or returned to Egypt as slaves and lived a miserable life. Many times, many people go into bondage because they didn't continue in their faith walk. If you want to live a victorious life, you have to continue to trust God and do what God has called you to do, told you to do from His Word. And it's because of God's mercies, because of Moses' prayer and intervention, that they received faith and they stopped unbelieving and they believed because of that they walked through the Red Sea 
Now, if they would have doubted, they would have said that by the time we cross over, these people will kill us, and what if the sea closes on us, and, and all those things, and they wouldn't have made it to the other side. But they all made it to the other side because they believed and obeyed. When Moses said, let's cross over, God opened the Red Sea. They all walked. They all went. God does what God alone can do. And we must do what we should do if we want to inherit what God has for us. It's because of that, because of the obedience to God. Whatever God told them to do was their way of escape provided by God. And when they obeyed God by doing what God had told them to do, they took that way of escape and they all came through the Red Sea. They all saw the salvation of God. They all saw, just as the Lord had spoken, the Egyptians that you see today, you will see no more, came to pass in their lives right before their eyes. If they wouldn't have believed, they would have stayed on the other side where they were filled with fear moments before that. But they chose to abandon that fear and place their trust in the Almighty God. God is speaking to us today. It's important to abandon fear. When fear comes, it's important to trust in the Almighty God. Never give room for unbelief. If you would have given room for unbelief, and God speaks His word through His servants, you have to shift gears. You have to switch from doubting to placing your faith on the Almighty God and keep your faith upon what God has spoken, which equals to never doubting again and continuing to hold on to what God has spoken. Yes, there were many people who feared because they placed their eyes on Pharaoh and his army instead of placing their eyes on God who delivered them out of the hands of Pharaoh and his people. But then the word of the Lord came through Moses again, which imparted faith into their hearts. And they received that into their hearts, and they acted on it. They did not doubt. They received that, and they started following Moses as he walked into that Red Sea, and all through the Red Sea, they walked by faith. They didn't give room to doubt after that. What if this closes and what if I don't make it? What if Pharaoh catches me? No. They believed in Moses that 
stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. The Egyptians that you see this day will see no more. They believed all of that. And so with confidence in the Almighty God, they walked through the Red Sea. Because by faith they walked through the Red Sea, you have this song here in Exodus 15, the song of Moses, and they all sang with him. Why? Because they chose to abandon doubt. They chose to trust in the Lord. When the enemy came so forcefully, they chose to trust in God Almighty. God is speaking to our hearts this morning. No matter what your situation is, no matter what your circumstances, if God has allowed the enemy to pursue you, just as he spoke to us in the beginning of the year, on New Year's Day, it is for God to destroy the enemy. It's your responsibility to place your faith in what God has spoken and to believe it 100% so that you can safely cross through the Red Sea and you too can have the conversation that Moses and his people had with God after they crossed the Red Sea. The song of Moses is recorded there. God's word says the people sang with Moses the song of Moses. Because they trusted in God and they walked through the Red Sea. There were people who believed, like Moses, who did not doubt at all. Then there were people who doubted, but they quickly switched from doubting to trusting God. And they continued trusting God. Now if you trust and doubt and scream and kick and scream all the way through the Red Sea, believe me, they wouldn't have made it. Every time you trust God, know this for sure, you're pleasing God. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. But with faith, you can please God. When you trust Him, God is pleased. Because you're ready to receive what He has. Because our God always wants to give, always wants to bless. He's interested in forming your character. When you have faith in Him, He's pleased. When He's pleased, He will do anything for you. But, if unbelief is there and you give room for unbelief, you cannot please God. And you will not get anything from God. A double-minded man or a double-minded woman is unstable in all his or her ways. The Bible says, know this for sure, you will not get anything from God. So if you are a person who is rejoicing and doubting and rejoicing and doubting, you need to stop it as of this moment and decide for yourself what you will serve. Who are you going to serve? Are you going to serve fear? Which equals Satan, who is the father of the spirit of fear. 
Or are you going to trust God and serve Him? Based on that, your song will be a song of victory or a song of mourning. A song of victory will be there if we have faith in God and simply do what God has called us to do in the midst of trouble. The instruction that God will give will be our way of escape, will be our route that God has for us to the promised land. But without faith, we cannot get that direction from God. Without faith, we cannot get that way of escape from God. Or make use of the way of escape God has provided. Anytime we begin doubting, we take ourselves out of the will of God. So if you have been doubting God, you need to stop. Stop it once and for all. And trust God with all your heart. And not lean on to your own understanding. But in all your ways acknowledge Him. He will direct your paths. He should. He should be the only one who should have the keys to our house. The keys to our everything. By faith Abraham became the father of faith. By faith, Noah and his family were the only ones who escaped the flood. By faith, in God Almighty, in doing what God had told them to do, Moses Jacobet's son was not only spared from death, not only became the prince of Egypt for some time, but he became the prince of God who led the people of Israel. Forty years in the wilderness who saw God deliver them. He stiff necked people. God delivered them over and over and over again. If you want to be one of those who are found in the Hall of Faith. In an extension of Hebrews chapter 11, it continues and will continue until the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. You need to do 
what those people did. They chose to walk by faith in what God had spoken. And they took the way of escape that God provided by simply doing what God had told them to do. They all overcame great oppositions. They shut them out of the line. They brought the dead back to life. Oh, so much was accomplished. All the impossible became possible. Because they chose to put their faith in God Almighty and please Him by trusting Him in every situation. May God speak to our hearts this morning. Do you want to have a song Moses had? Do you want to have a song truly rises from your heart to God Almighty? Did you able to sing with Moses? To everything that is within you? Not only in church, but when no one sees Everyone was taken away of escape. When God told Moses, you're going to cross over this Red Sea, Moses crossed over. He was not there to supervise every single person there to make sure that they're crossing over. He led and they all followed him. It was time for Moses to cross over and all those who followed him to believe in what God had spoken through him and to cross over. Whatever God has spoken to you through God's word from the pulpit during our Sunday services and during the weekly meetings, it is after you to take it during the week and apply it. Because we all get the word of God and we all keep going forward. Every single person in this church has to be going forward with what God has spoken and to keep going forward. When you are by yourself at your home, wherever you are, you need to be a person of faith. You need to sing songs to the Savior from the depths of your heart. You need to have faith in what God has spoken and do what God has called you to do. Take that way of escape every single time. Then you will have conversations with God about how God delivered you and glorify Him with everything that is within you. Just like Moses did. Just like how the children of Israel did. As long as they obeyed Him, and as long as they did what God told them to do, they always had a conversation with God after that as to how good He was and how great He was. Before that, they had to trust Him.
If we don't trust him, we will not take the way of escape. But if we trust him, then we will. And when we trust him and we take the way of escape, then we have a song. We have conversations with God that will be recorded in the Book of Remembrance forever, just like this one has been recorded. God wants to raise men and women of faith here. Men and women of integrity, humility. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without humility, you cannot receive anything from God. Know that, for sure. Because God resists the proud. Spiritual pride is a deadly weapon against one's own soul. Any kind of pride you think that you know better than someone is a pride that will just swallow or eat up that person. We must be very careful. There are some children who think that they know better than the parents. There are some people who will sit over here and think that they know better than the rulers. They're not sitting this deep. In reality, they don't know anything. But that pride comes in to just drag them down all the way to the dust of the earth. Never give room for that. It's because of pride Lucifer fell and he lost everything God had for him. And all the angels that did the same, they also had the same fate. We must be people who love God with everything that is within us. Now please God by trusting Him in all our circumstances. Be humble before God and man in every situation. So that we'll receive the grace from God that can perfect us. For God resists the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. We cannot please God if we don't trust Him. And without holiness, no man should see God. In order for you to grow in holiness, faith and humility has to be there all the time. That is your way of escape. Humility and faith, write this down, are like the two wings of the airplane or a bird. If you don't have humility, don't even think that you can fly with the other wing. It won't happen. Because God resists the proud. There's a force that comes from heaven that will knock it down. Because God resists the proud. Anytime you're proud, remember, you're setting yourself up for a disaster because you become God's enemy at that point. Heaven 
will be up against you. No man can survive that. No woman can survive that. It's better to be wise, to make sure that you clothe yourself with humility all the time. Then, God's grace will cover you. When you clothe yourself with humility, the grace of God will cover you. When unbelief comes in, know that the other wing is broken. You cannot fly after that. Faith and humility are two essential components, like two wings of a bird or the airplane. Just as the just shall live by faith in God. You need to have humility in order to get the grace of God. God gives grace to the humble. But he becomes an enemy to those who are proud. No grace will come if you're proud. Even the grace that is given will be taken away. That's when the fall happens. Sudden fall. A hard crash. So it's important to be humble and stay away from the snare of pride because we need God's grace. Without God's grace we cannot take another step. In Pride is not our friend. It's a deadly weapon of the enemy. Never partake in pride. Unbelief is the deadly weapon of the enemy. As Satan wants to drag you down, he will target those two areas. When pride comes in, fall comes right away. When unbelief comes in, fall comes right away. Every sin will enter in after that. But if you are watchful, be humble enough to listen. Just like the children of Israel at one point did. When Moses told them something, and gave them those words of life and the way of escape. They believed, which is faith. They humbled themselves and they obeyed. Because they knew this is a lifesaver. God has sent this man to rescue us. And they took that way of escape. May God help us this morning to have the wisdom that comes from God to value the worth of humility and faith so that you too can have a similar experience like Exodus the first part of 15 may God bless us this morning
be humble enough, enough to receive God, receive His Word, have faith to obey His Word. See, if pride is there, you block yourself from receiving what God has for you. If humility is there, then you will receive what God has for you. That's the first step. Without that, you don't. We won't even get the way of escape. Having received that, then you mix it with faith, and you obey what you're told. You listen and obey. Faith in humility. Humility is the first step that will bring in the grace of God that will impart faith into you. Humility is your first wing and faith is your second wing. For without grace, no faith will come. Even salvation is through the grace of God and by faith. comes from God when we humble ourselves to receiving the pure word of God and then faith is imparted into us be keen on clothing yourself with humility and having the shield of faith then you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the enemy then you'll be able to cross over your Red Sea. Learn to listen and obey. To be a good follower. Not to let the devil speak into your minds. To make you think that you're smarter than God. To doubt or to Shrink back from fully obeying the Lord your God. To never give room to the enemy. To set yourself up for a fall. To allow pride to come into your heart. Unbelief to come into your heart like the children of Israel did. To rise up against Moses for their own fall. The earth opened up and swallowed them. It's very important for us to understand that. In order for us to be able to cross over, we need to have humility to receive instruction, to receive correction, to receive reproof, to receive that way of escape and have faith in what has been told to us through the Spirit of God and to simply do that which God has called you to do. Then you too will have the conversation, the song that Moses and his people had. Shall we pray? Father, thank you, Lord, for your precious word that you gave from heaven this morning.
Lord, you have been good to us. And thank you for hearing us from heaven. Thank you, Lord, for being in our midst this morning and for giving us your heavenly manner. Thank you, Lord, for being so faithful to us. Thank you, Father, for teaching us your holy word. Thank you, Father, for opening our eyes of understanding for you're always good you always give a sound wisdom that comes from the word of God thank you Lord for giving us Jesus Christ as our example who humbled himself all the way to the depth of the cross, who had faith in God and therefore he didn't take a single step on his own. He always did what he saw the Father do. He always spoke only what he heard the Father speak. He was always one with the Father. He humbled himself. And because of that, he was able to accomplish everything that was assigned to him. Help us, Lord, not to be like birds that have one wing is not able to fly but it's just surviving sitting and hopping and skipping when it's meant to fly to great heights happy people to have a deeper understanding of the dangers of pride of the dangers of unbelief and not to toy with these two things Father I pray that you'll protect your people, Lord, from the snares of unbelief and from the snares of pride. That every single person who's here, who's hearing this voice of the Spirit of God, that is coming to our hearts this morning, may be proactive in trusting you. May be proactive. and having a humble walk before God and man so that they may soar to greater heights that they may have the song of Moses coming deep from within that their conversations with you may not be superficial or out of unbelief out of fear but may it be out of humility faith and victory that comes from 
a walk of faith and humility. So as your servant, O Lord, standing in the presence of God, before the throne of God, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God, I bless your people with this blessing that you alone can bless them with, that they may be men and women of great humility, thereby receive great grace from God to have great faith, to walk in great obedience in doing the will of God, accomplishing great and mighty things for the Almighty God. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If the Lord has spoken to you, please go ahead and pray. <laughs>